When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. On today's episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast, SmackDown happened at the Oscars. Corbello decides to leave the Illinois Final Illini basketball team. And former Illinois Final Illini Adam Miller decides LSU was not the right place for him. And the NFL comes out today. They will change its overtime rules. Men, many will be okay with it. And some of the old timers may not be okay with it. We're going to discuss all of that today on the Coach Steve Show podcast. Okay, let's roll. Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. Hope everybody out there is doing well. Uh, it's cold here in the suburbs, uh, so hopefully everybody's in some warm weather. If you're on your spring break, hopefully you're in some warm weather. Uh, but welcome back. 
Uh, this podcast is brought to you by the Belly Up Media Network. If you go to Belly Up Sports, which was the old name, but to change it to uh, media. But right now, if you go to bellyupsports.com, uh, check out all the blogs and podcasts and all types of stuff there for everybody, not just sports. There's something there for everybody. So bellyupsports.com, check out the Belly Up Media Network. And this podcast is brought to you by uh, my friend Coach Stone and Coach Stone Football and his Back to the Basics books and drills. If you go to CoachStoneFootball.com, check out his Back to the Basics uh, football drill manuals. His very first book is over 500 pages of drills. For all you football coaches out there that are looking to get back to the basics, uh, he takes all the work, he takes all the load and all the work for you. He has tons and tons of books out there and something for everybody. You will never have to look up another drill again, I promise you. Thank you, Coach Stone, for sponsoring the podcast. Make sure you guys hit the like button and the subscribe button. I'm out of YouTube jail. So if you're watching on YouTube, please hit the like button and the subscribe button. Uh, the podcast can be funny where you can find your podcast. Please rate it and follow it. Um, be a friend, tell a friend. Uh, the Twitter is at Coach underscore Steve72. Facebook page, The Coach Steve Show. Twitter also at there, uh, Coach Steve Show. Uh, check all that stuff out on Twitch even. So go check that out. Uh, go do all that for me, please, and thank you. So like I said, we're going to start it off. Smackdown came at the Oscars. Old news because I'm a day late. Sorry. Had other stuff going on. Had another baseball game today. Got my very first baseball win as a coach. Pretty excited, but more excited for the kids. Played in the cold. It had to have been 30 degrees outside. So if you hear me sniffling or have some type of cough, that is why. But SmackDown happened at the Oscars. Everybody's talked about it, so we'll just wrap it up real quick. Everybody already knows Will Smith walked on stage and smacked Chris Rock in the face because Chris Rock made a joke about his wife. She has a disease where she does lose her hair. And he made a joke about a movie she was in like 20, 30 years ago, G.I. Jane or whatever. And he said, I can't wait for a G.I. Jane 2 because she has the hair. It shows Will Smith laughing. She's not laughing. Camera cuts away. Cuts back to Will Smith walking on stage. Smacks Chris Rock in the face. Walks out and then he says, keeps my wife name out of your effing mouth. Says it a couple times. And then it shows people consoling him and everything else. And then last night or this morning, Will Smith issued an apology to Chris Rock. Now, during his speech, Will Smith did win an Oscar for his role playing uh, the Williams sisters' dad. And... You know, during it, he apologized to the everybody but Chris Rock. And then today, he issued an apology to Chris Rock, saying he has to be better and all of this stuff. And I think Chris Rock came out and kind of basically accepted it pretty much. So don't be surprised if they are hosting the Oscars next year. Don't be surprised if we see a commercial. Don't be surprised if Chris Rock goes on tour that Will Smith just doesn't pop up and joins him. So... Like everybody else's reaction, I'll, I'll tell you this, guys. I don't watch the Oscars. I don't think I've turned on the Oscars ever. Maybe I have once or twice, but I had to have been 14 or 15, maybe something like that, turned it on. But out of, or if somebody else has had, I know my good friend Logan watches the Oscars. I read Logan's things on different awards. He does, like, I could, I call it a blog. Logan, if you listen to it, I call it a blog. A blog, like... He does. He calls them the Logies, and he talks about this. I'll read that stuff because I trust what Logan says. But outside of that, I don't watch the Oscars. I don't watch the Emmys. None of it interests me. I will just read about it later. I'll say, oh, that's cool. You know, so-and-so won this or so-and-so won this or this movie won this. Because as the years have gone on, these award shows, I don't even probably know 70 or 8% of the movies because 
I only like certain genres. You can't tell me there's all these old school comedies anymore because a lot of the old school comedies you can't make anymore because people turn everything into politics. People are too sensitive. People can't handle a joke. People are saying, well, this, you know, the type of Will Ferrell movies we're talking about and back in the day, uh, you couldn't make them anymore. And because people are too sensitive. So I don't really pay attention. Yeah, I'll read about it. Like, oh, did Spider-Man win something? Did Marvel win something? Uh, did this movie win something? Cool. I'll read about it later. I don't watch it. Um, this brought a lot of attention to the Oscars because either people had just turned it on or they saw it on Twitter like I did. And then you want to turn it on and see what happens. So I'm sure their ratings went up a little bit. Um, at first looking at it, I said, this is not real. Like this was a bit because the Oscar ratings are so bad. The Emmy ratings are so bad because nobody watches them. Sorry, Logan, if you're listening to it. Not, not a lot of people watch them. Logan does because he's way more into movies than I am. Loves it. And I appreciate that. I'll get my information from him. I trust him. Logan needs to run the Oscars and the Emmys. I will put in a bid for Logan Lee, co-host of No One Asked This Podcast. Shame, you know, plug for Logan and, and Craig if they listen to this. Go check out that podcast. But yes, he needs to be in control. But I'm here to tell you, nobody cares about the Oscars. Nobody cares about the Emmys. Nobody cares. And the reason why, that's probably a little mean. People aren't as interested to watch it live. We'll read about it later. The reason why people don't watch it is because, one, I think it's because half the stuff or over half the stuff we've never even heard of. We'd have to go way out about to watch this stuff. One of them. Second, it's become too political. So Ricky Gervais, who had his speech right before COVID was 100% right. They go up there, they get an award, and then they turn it into politics. Uh, even this one, at the very beginning, they turn it into politics with some bill in Florida. Like, that's that's what it is. They use it as a platform. Some of these people that are in Hollywood have no touch with the people that are buying the tickets. Some do. There are a lot of actors who I guarantee you can relate to us normal people. But then there's a lot of mostly Hollywood, I want to say about 85% that don't understand they get too famous, uh, rich. I guess you could say rich. There's more rich people out there than people in Hollywood, but they get to an elite level and that's all they know. And all they know is from one script to the next. They don't know anything else. They make everything political. They don't understand what's going on in the real world. They don't understand because these are the same people, you know, that sat in their mansions, mansions and said, oh guys, make sure you stay home. Like don't go to work. But there were some people during a pandemic where they didn't have a choice and they had to go to work. They had to provide. Those stimulus checks didn't cut it. So sorry that millionaires in their mansions told people normal class working people. And that just showed the final nail in the coffin for me that they just don't understand normal people. But I digress. I'll read about it later. But this brought um, a lot of attention back to the Oscars. And here's the thing about Will Smith. Now all of a sudden people are talking about you know, putting him in jail and this and that, Chris Rock didn't press any charges. And that's where some of this comes from. Was it staged? Was he supposed to do something different other than smack Chris Rock? Was there supposed to be something? Um, you know, Chris Rock didn't expect him to be smacked, but was there supposed to be another bit? And that's why he's really confused. I don't know. Now, one of the things being talked about is Will Smith is a crazy person. And I don't think he's a crazy person. I just think he's a person that has put up with a lot over the years and it finally built up and it built up. Now, remember, Chris Rock made a joke about his wife back in 2016, but ever since then, 
Is there something going on between them that we don't really know about? And then remember, his wife embarrassed him when they went on and talked about an open marriage, how she cheated on him, how she hooks up with other people, but convinced Will Smith to be in an open marriage. And why doesn't Will Smith divorce her? Well, he said that he honors the marriage and, you know, blah, blah, doesn't believe in divorce, basically, and this and that. And the look on his face when they did the interview, and then she's gone and talked about it more. And then the pandemic, and then, you know, all the pressures from that, even though he has money, but sometimes money doesn't dissolve you or get you out of a mental state or depression or whatever. That doesn't work that way. So Will Smith is a person that's had to deal with all this because picture what he went through, an open marriage or being cheated on. A normal person, it doesn't get elevated. When you're Will Smith, it gets elevated times 150 that he has to deal with and probably hears about every single day. So I think, because it showed him laughing. So I think it showed him laughing and then looked over and she was mad. And then I think either she said something or whatever and it just snapped and he just said, screw it. Now, should he have walked up there and smacked him? No. If this was true and none of it was a was fake, he should have just yelled, keep my na- wife's name out, of, out your mouth. He should have just yelled that. Well, now, the confusion is, why didn't why was there no security there? Why was there no security to escort him off? And that's where it becomes, like nobody rushed. So that's why it looks like a bit. But now you're seeing comedians post all over. What's going to stop somebody from a arena from doing this? Well, you should have security in front of you at all times. So something like that never happens. So I'm kind of confused on what you're saying. You should already have security there. So nobody rushes the stage that should already be planned. So if this is your wake-up call, oh my gosh, I hope nobody rushes the stage. Well, you're behind on the time. So I do not feel sorry for you at all. Um, And then it got talked about masculinity and like, oh, he's sticking up for his woman, whatever. Just shut up. Just shut up. Can we quit making things, overcomplicating things? You know, a fish is a fish. Um, If it sounds like a duck quacks like a duck, it's a duck. You know, know, a square is a square and a circle is a circle. Call it what it is. There's some things that are exactly what it is and we don't have to overanalyze. We don't have to get political. We don't have to get too, you know, on our words. Like make sure everything's 100% correct. Just stop. Sometimes it is what it is. And Will Smith just proved he is just like any normal human being. Any normal human being that pushes things down, it takes nothing to flip it off. Anything. Now, should he have done that? Probably not. Uh, Not supporting that. But he had to defend his wife. And you have to think, he's walking on eggshells with this open marriage he doesn't support, with this other stuff in his life he doesn't support. And just got built up. Will Smith, I'm sorry to tell you, just divorce her. Just divorce her and you'll probably be way happier. But can we get over it like it happened? Chris Rock is not pressing charges. He accepted the apology. Will Smith said he's going to be better. You're never going to see that type of thing ever again. People are saying he should never be invited back. He's dangerous. He's violent. Is he really worse his track record of being violent? You know, and all that stuff. I think maybe something was supposed to happen between them and then this happened. So Chris Rock was even more thrown off. But that's just what I think. But it did kind of look like a wrestling thing, right? Where you just walked up. At first, it looks fake. It looks like a great, like, Hollywood, like, smack in the face. And then, uh, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Um, it brought more attention to the Oscars. Are more people going to watch it next year? No. The next award show? No. People don't watch it. Um, 
but Will Smith walks on eggshells and we just don't really know what goes on in his mind and depression and, you know, all that stuff. So we just have to be careful before we start judging and what they're going through and, you know, doesn't necessarily excuse him of what he did, but we have to understand we don't know what he's going through and we have to move on. Great conversation thing to have, but I'm sorry, this will not make more people watch the Oscars or the Emmys. I wanted to talk about that. Now we're going to dive into back to my Illinois fighting Illini. Yesterday, Andre Corbello announces that he will be entering the transfer portal. The title of the article, which we'll talk about, is Illinois final Illini sophomore guard Andre Corbello enters transfer portal after a frustrating season. And it was a frustrating season for him. We're going to read what he put. Illini Nation, where do I begin? These past two years have been insane. So many memories, amazing moments, and some hard times that we had to battle through. I am so thankful I could be a part of this program. Without my teammates and staff, I wouldn't have been able to accomplish all of the things that I did personally and we did collectively. I am thankful that I was a part of the two amazing teams here at the University of Illinois and for the relationships I have made. I am thankful for all the support from the Orange Crush. You all were my energy and the reason I never stopped pushing. Unfortunately, my time here at UIUC has come to an end, and I've decided to enter the transfer portal. He averaged 9.1 points a game, 4.2 assists per game as a freshman. Um, He came into a sophomore campaign as a preseason first-team All-Big Ten selection. Now, he did suffer concussion in an exhibition game in October. He missed 14 of the first 18 games because of the concussion-related issues. Um... He kind of came back at full strength, uh, but he didn't have the same impact. Over the last 13 games of the Illinois season, he averaged 6.2 points, 2.6 assists, and 2.6 turnovers. Um, and he did not play. He only played 10 minutes versus Houston. Um, in 2021 for the 2022 season, Cabrillo averaged 7.5 points, 3.2 assists per game, and he only shot 32. 2.9% from the field. There are going to be a lot of people in the universe, in the Illini fandom range that are happy about this. There are people that don't like Andre Capello. They just don't. And I don't know if it's because he's not the scorer, if it's some of the mistakes he makes. Okay, cool. Make some mistakes. But good things happen when he's on the court. He's a wizard with the basketball. I agree. When he goes 100 miles an hour, bad things happen. We can all fully agree on that. When he scales it back to about 80, good things happen. I am one of those people that will sit here and say, University of Illinois is going to miss Andre Corbello. I am going to miss Andre Corbello. This season does not define who he was. He did really good as a freshman, and the natural progression What he would have done this year if he was healthy would have been phenomenal. And for him to enter the transfer portal, I get it, because I think him not playing in the second half of the use game was the final nail in the coffin. Where my parts of my confusion come in, where I think about is some of the stuff were out of his control because of the concussion problems. Now, is is something else outside of that happening? Was there something between him and Brad Underwood that happened where – 
he just is like, okay, I'm done. Was he not supposed to be in concussion protocol that long? Well, I'm sure that's not up to Brad Underwood. I'm sure that's up to the medical staff. So if it's going to be one for one medical staff, he'd be the same for the other. Um, maybe the frustration came when he came back into play that he wasn't starting, that he was just the way he was being rotated. Well, at that point, he has to understand if Brad Underwood has something good going with the guys he's rotating in and this and that, and we're competing and we're doing things, you can't always just be shot in there because is it going to mess up the flow? Is it going to mess up what Brad Underwood was trying to build and get there? It's very possible that that's what he was frustrated with. And I'm sure he has talked with Brad Underwood about leaving. And I'm sure that's what was talked about. He probably told him, hey, this is this is why these were done this way. Um, I hope that nothing bad between Brad Underwood and him happened because all last year, freshman Brad Underwood kept taking him under his arm and like being a dad figure it looked like and, and, and all that stuff. We are going to miss Andre Corbello the way he can bring up the ball because we're going to have to look for a point guard. He could have been the point guard. Now, his mid-range shooting did not get better from his freshman year, but again, he had been hurt. And I said this on a different episode of my podcast. January, February, the mistakes he was making in January, February, I think is what I call November, December mistakes because he's behind. Does that make sense? So the type of mistakes he was making in February, January, some of January, but February and a little bit of March, those are the type of mistakes you make early on in the year. I guarantee if he would have played from beginning to end, one, he may still be an Illini, two, he would have been way better, way better. Um, just something happened at the end of that Houston game where he didn't play the rest of the half. And Brad Underwood's very big on you do one or two things, and you're not, or you don't do one of these things. I won't play you for a long time. So something probably happened. Probably the last nail in the coffin for him. Um, he's off uh, this transfer portal. Does allow people when they're not happy somewhere to move on. I've talked about the transfer portal, at least from a football perspective. Um, the transfer portal was put in um, probably because of the coaches, but it also because coaches had a lot of power. If a kid wanted to leave, they either couldn't or they decided where they went. Now they kind of have this open thing. Um, so Illinois is going to have to try to replace Corbello, a guy that can bring the ball up, a magician to get to the rim, and a magician with the ball passing. Um just didn't work out this year. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of the transfer portal, but I also get it because if a coach can leave, they should be able to leave. Um, it gives a kid, you know, when he get recruited, if it doesn't work out the way they want. But it also does open the door for um, people call soft society where, oh, it didn't go the way I wanted. Well, instead of working harder and battling and maybe starting next year, we leave. I'm not saying this about Corbello. not saying that's what it is. I have just seen situations in other schools, especially with um, <clears throat> excuse me, with football, that this is kind of what it is. But I respect Corbello. I wish he was still in Alina. I am one of those people that support him. You guys out there that don't support him, I'm sorry that you didn't like him. But he's off. I have no idea where he's going to go. Might go to the East Coast. There might be a Big East team he can join. I hope it's not another Big Ten team. I don't think he would do that. Maybe he knows that maybe Kofi's going to leave. That's another reason. So maybe he sees a rebuilding type thing happening. But Brad Underwood's got a good recruiting class. Um, but Illini will miss Curbella. will miss everything that he brings to the table. He would rebound too as well. High energy. Um, will be 
uh, a sad thing to see him go. Uh, speaking of the transfer portal, another person has entered today, an old Illini, um, and Adam Miller, who left Illinois last year and went to LSU. Um, LSU Tiger guard and former Illinois transfer Adam Miller has entered the transfer portal. He averaged 8.3 points and 2.8 rebounds in 2021 for Illinois, but then this year he tore his ACL and missed the entire season. Uh, he is the um, second LSU player to enter the transfer portal on Tuesday. Uh, their freshman uh, center, Colbert, has also entered the transfer portal. Um and this is what I'm talking about. So NCAA introduced the transfer portal in 2018, providing athletes a path to explore other options. Players do not need to ask permission from their coach, coaching staff in order to transfer. They merely need to request that uh, compliance enter their name. Usually it takes 24 to 48 hours for a player to fill on the request. Schools are free to contact a player without restrictions once their name appears in the portal. So that's what I was talking about earlier. So Adam Miller now enters the transfer portal as well. The big question is, I know when you transfer. So we got Omar Payne transferring to the University of Illinois. If he decides to transfer this year, he has to sit out of here because he's transferring twice. Um, so Adam Miller transferring again. The question is, will does he have to sit again? Uh, Logan made a good point saying that since the coaching change, maybe he doesn't have to. Maybe because he was on the injured list, he doesn't have to. So now the question is, should he go back to Illinois? I've already seen it. I've already seen it. Should he go back to Illinois? The coach part in me and the jerk part of me says no because it's going back to my thought process of is the transfer portal always a good thing? It is a good thing, but it's also giving kids a way to not compete and battle and if they're not happy and all that stuff, which I think you have to look at both sides. I'm not saying one or the other. I think you have to look at both. But then a part of it's like, well, Adam Miller – you thought the grass was green on the other side. Not know he got hurt. I didn't want him to get hurt. But it's like you should have just stayed then. I'm sure Brad Underwood would accept him back, but then that part of me is like, you left before. Now, if he comes back, you'll have to stay. But you left before, and now you want to come home. So I am indifferent. As a fan, if he comes back and is able to play right away, yes, you take him. If Brad Underwood looks at who he's recruiting, what kind of scholarship things he's got going on, you take him. But the coach jerk, quote-unquote, side of me says, well, sorry, you shouldn't have left. Now somebody else is going to come in and take your spot. Sorry, go somewhere else. So, yes, as a fan, you take him back. Um, How would he fit in with the Illini? I think he'd fit pretty well. His length is good for the Big Ten. His defense... I think would help tremendously. Um, that's what we really needed against Houston. The rebounding, his rebounding would help Illinois out. Um, the leadership from being on that team with uh, Io and Kofi and everything else. Um, so from that aspect, I think Adam Miller would bring a lot to Illinois, would help out a ton. Um, I just don't know if Brad Underwood's going to sit there and be like, well, because Underwood's, I'm not, I would love to have him on the podcast. Everybody out there, I'm doing it right now. Coach Underwood, could you just come on the podcast and talk some basketball? Uh, but he seems like an old schoolish coach for certain things. And I don't know, he might think the same way of, well, I appreciate that you want to come back. Um, but you also left and 
maybe you shouldn't have left. Um, and so again, that uh, one other thing is, does he have to sit? If he has to sit for a year, you don't take him, Illinois. You're just like, I'm, I'm sorry. That's a waste, not a waste of a, I don't know if waste of a scholarship is the right word. Um, but you are kind of like, hey, we could give a scholarship to somebody that could play right away if we had to put them in. So who knows? Who knows? You know, and he had the torn ACL. He hasn't played in a year. So I don't know. Realistically, he could come back to Illinois, but I think Illinois just needs to just recruit and Brett Orney keep doing what he is doing. Before we get to the final part of the podcast, uh, you football coaches out there, I want to talk to you about um, your offensive linemen and your defensive linemen. They are the guys that take lots of hits each and every day when we get into practice, when we get into the summer. Some of you are into spring ball. I don't know what that is. Um, but we get into the summer, we get into the fall. They hit all the time. It's the best position of football. They hit every single play. But that's a lot of hits. And then to hit, try to hit, get, to hit the game. Well, I have a way to, to protect those guys, protect the shells, and reduce the repetitive blows the guys take each and every week, and it's Guardian Caps. If you go to guardiansports.com slash guardian-caps, use the code 15OFF and save 15% off your order to get yourself some Guardian Caps, which just goes right over the helmet. It absorbs 20 to 33% of the impact. It's worn by over five NFL teams and 200-plus colleges like Georgia, Alabama, Oklahoma, and Penn State. Uh, I'm here to save you guys money. I know high school stuff. We've got to save you guys money. Understand it. I'm a high school football coach as well. We've got to be able to save you guys money. So again, guardiansports.com slash guardian dash caps. Use the code 15 off or just click the link the description in the click the link in the description below. Use the code 15 off to save 50% off your order. It will help you out so much. Thank you, Guardian Caps, for sponsoring the podcast. And football coaches, while well, I still got you. Coming up into spring ball in the summer, special teams is a third of the game. you got to help out your special teams, and that especially means your kicker. To get them to kick farther, to have a strategic option on squibs and onside, yes, there's strategic options. It's probably your kicking tee, believe it or not. So if you go to launchpadkickofftee.com, check out their kicking tees. They have these flaps where you can strategically place the football. It has a little pamphlet to tell you how to put the place the football your kicker will kick farther it will be able to help out with onside kicks and squib kicks so i'm here to save you money on that too if you go to launchpadkickofftcom slash css and use the code css at checkout it will save you 10 percent off your order when you buy one kicking kicking tee when you buy two it's going to save you more money and then if you buy, pick the four pack you're going to get that fourth one free so you're only paying for three you'll get the fourth one so if you go to launchpadkickofftcom um slash css and use the code css at checkout it's going to save you 10 percent or buy three, get the fourth one free. Or when you buy the two-pack, it's going to save you up to 15 to 20%. So go do that for me. It's going to help out your kicker. Thank you, Launchpad Kickoff T, for sponsoring the podcast. Final part of the show. The NFL has heard us. Us people that wanted the overtime change. They didn't do it before. So to all of us that wanted this change from the great playoff game we had with the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, where in overtime, especially in the playoffs, but in overtime, when the person gets the football, a team usually wins because they win the coin toss. The, when the first team gets the ball and they go out and score a touchdown, they win the game. It got pushed. We had this great game with Kansas City and Buffalo Bills. 
Kansas City won the coin toss and marched down the field, scored a touchdown, and boom, it was over. Bills offense didn't have a chance to come out and score. Now, it changed. Finally changed. Today, the NFL came out and said they will change the rules. The league's owners approved a change to overtime rules that will ensure that both teams will receive a possession in overtime. The NFL announced. The NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport later added that the vote was in favor. They was in favor. The voting was 29 to 3. The rule change will only apply to the postseason, where the advantage has statistically been skewed towards the team winning the overtime coin toss. 10 and 2 in such contests since the previous overtime format began in 2010. The playoffs are also um, are also the same from which the most passionate talk show and water cooler debates stem. This year, the discouraged emerged from hibernation, and you know from that game. <coughs> Excuse me. So they have decided to change it. Um. So they heard us. They heard the cry. Now there's going to be people out there saying that they don't want this because the game could go on forever. First of all, I don't think anybody would complain about the NFL game going on for a while. We would have taken two more times of that. You still have... Now, it can't end in a tie in the playoffs, but you still have the quarter time. And then when you get to that, and the rule changes. So they hurt us. Now, there are people out there saying, well, they should just play defense. And I heard that. People close to me in my coaching circle said, hey, Buffalo Bills should have just stopped them. The defense is out there paid to stop them. And I said, I get it, 110%. But I could say that when you put the Bills offense out there and say, okay, Chiefs, now your defense is churned. It's just, it's not 100% fair. That's why I like the college one where you get a chance. Like, okay, defense, your job is to now stop them. And when a team wins a coin toss, they get the offense. It's better than it was when you just came down and kicked a field goal to win the game. But it's like, okay, we come down and we can, you know, it was when you come down and you just kick a field goal, but the other team has a chance to go out there. What's the difference? What's the difference between going down, kicking a field goal, and then the offense can come back out? Where it was, well, if you go down and score a touchdown, it's over. Makes sense to do it this way to keep it consistent. So now it tells them, okay, defense, it's still your job to stop them because if you stop them, we get the ball back and we can score. But if the defense doesn't stop them because some fluke thing happens, some penalty or whatever, well, now your offense can go out there and try to bail you out. And then we just go back and forth. Like, you're getting chances. It's like a game. And I am all in support of this because now it gives the offense an opportunity to go out there and match and say, okay, Patrick Mahomes, you scored. Okay, Josh Allen, now it's your turn to try to do it. And then it gives the Bills an opportunity to say, you know what, we go down and score, but you know what, we can go for two and win the game. It just gives the team a fair opportunity I understand the argument. Defense is paid to stop them. Offense is paid to score. I get it, and I hear you, and I get it. Support it. But this just is more of a fair way. When one team gets an offense to go out there, this is just a fair way to do this. I am all in support of this rule change. Glad they heard us. Glad the NFL finally did something right. This is not a rule change that's going to affect the refs during the season on a play or a foul. This is a good thing. NFL did not screw it up in support of it. Um, So thank you, NFL. 
and owners for hearing us. Um, so that that's it. We're wrapping up the show. Um, thank you guys so much for watching and you're listening again, hit the like button and the subscribe button. Um, if you're listening to the audio version, you know, follow it, rate it, be a friend, tell a friend, all that good stuff. Um, gotta like it. Got please keep subscribing. Like it, get those numbers up, get the views up, um, and all that good stuff. Uh, thank you for watching all the other episodes. Check out the weekly podcast episodes. I'm going to keep trying my best. Um, check out all the affiliates in the description below. Um, thank you guys so much for, you know, anybody that ever watches or listens. I can't say thank you enough. Uh, thank you guys so much. Um, and until next time, this is Coach Steve. Another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. And we are out of here. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.